don't call it a comeback. Seriously, don't fucking call it a comeback. Stop calling it that, guys. We never even left. This show has never been off the, the quote-unquote air. So stop calling it a goddamn comeback. I'm really, I can't live up to that, those sort of expectations. I just can't do that. You got to stop calling it that because it's not that we never left. I never came back. Never left. Already bored. Can I start doing the fucking show now? I'm LIW, I'm The Walking Dead, and Fear so the Walking Dead. Welcome to LIW, review. The Walking Dead Review. I'm Phoenix West. The song's not even over yet. I don't give a shit. Welcome to episode 83, 715, called Something They Need. I don't quite understand the title. I, I really don't. I, I, does somebody need something? I don't, whatever. Uh, um, I thought it was going to be like, we're getting this for Negan. I thought that's what that episode, um, Bury Me Here, should have been called. Something they need, because that's what the episode's about, is getting them shit they need. Anyway, I'm not even going to stress on that. It doesn't fucking matter, and I'm already a minute into this bitch, and let's get fucking started. This one starts off with the, the previously on. Previously on Walking Dead. I always do the lost voice. I don't know why. Previously on Walking Dead. It's, it's Jack's dad who does it for some reason. Even though Jack's dad is barely in the goddamn show, why is he always doing the the previously on thing in on Lost? I have no idea. Anyway, that is neither here nor there. And um, this one is it starts off and it's doing the previously on, like I said, and it starts with um, it doesn't start. I, I don't know. I keep saying I keep getting hung up on the word starts, but they do the the women in the woods that Tara's, Tara runs into for an episode of this season, which is um, not not interesting at all. Remember that episode I was, I was incredibly pissed about? Yeah, they're, they're back. And I, I don't care about that. that. This episode, let me say this right now, is good. This is a good episode. It's not great. It needed to happen about seven episodes ago. But here we are, second to last episode, and we finally get a good fucking episode. Um, not to say there hasn't been one before this that's been good. It's just this one feels way too late. This is one that should seriously should have happened seven episodes ago. This is so fucking far into the season. There is, and and listen carefully right here, listeners, there is ooh, one more episode this season. Do you feel like we're there? Do you feel like we're at the war for Negan? Because no, you fucking don't. There's no goddamn way you do. Even if you're goddamn Negan, you're going to be like, whoa, whoa, they're revolting? What the fuck? That came out of nowhere. I didn't even push them that hard. That that was strange. Even Rick should be like, are we, are we doing this? Oh, shit. Well, they only shot fucking Olivia. Who gives a shit about Olivia? I don't, and Spencer was a prick. Who cares about him? And they, yeah, I know they, they killed... Uh, uh, the Asian kid and the uh, redhead, but who fucking cares? Like, I, I mean, that sucked for a little bit, but these guys aren't that bad. They were just shoving business, and now we're just working with them. They didn't even let them develop a working relationship at any point. Oh, my God. I, this is so fucking underdeveloped. It's amazing. It is outstandingly terrible how underdeveloped this is. Anyway, I got incredibly sidetracked there complaining about the show. And and there's just fair warning right now. I'm, I'm mildly intoxicated, which is how I feel like the early episodes of this show went. And this is definitely how the um, uh, the Twilight Zone review show I have goes. Go listen to that shit. You will hear some intoxicated episodes. Holy shit, they do they do stray from the episode quite a bit. And, and in fact, I mentioned this before in here, but the I have an iTunes review that says. Really good show. I didn't think one man could capt- you know, hold me captive for an entire episode, but he did. Um, really, really funny and stays, <laughs> what's he say, uh, intoxication or soberness not guaranteed or something like that goes off topic. <laughs> that, yeah, I can't argue with that. I can't argue with that at all. 
Anyway, on the previously on, it shows the women in the woods, those fucking feminist ladies. I don't know why they're feminists. I just said they were. They um, And they said this thing called, we stay hidden and we stay alive. That's what their, their leader says, whatever the fuck her name is. I'm calling her Deanna 2.0. I don't know her name. And uh, But I, I, was, I was fixated by that because I was like, you stay hidden and you stay alive. But when Tara showed up, you all shot loud-ass machine guns at her. That was your that was your first line of defense, not a let's send let's send out people with rocks or or bow and arrow. If I if I'm in this apocalypse, I am doing bow and arrow for fucking everything, K- killing every single zombie with an arrow, killing fucking rabbits, killing fucking just for fun if you want. If you're a psychopath, I don't know, to kill everything with a fucking arrow. Uh, guns tend to be insanely loud, and here you are shooting guns, even though you, you demand your demand to be hidden. You're like a guy wearing camo in the middle of the street, uh, firing off fireworks. What the fuck are you doing? You you clearly don't want to not be seen. You're lying to yourself and everybody. Why are you wearing camo? You are not doing what you what you look like you should be doing, or what you say you're doing in this case. Holy shit! Anyway. Uh, they do a Terra voiceover in the beginning of this, after the previously on, previously on Walking Dead. They do Terra's voiceover. She's talking about, she's basically telling Rick about the women with the guns. I, 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 I have a couple emotions about this. I don't know if I want to say emotions. That sounds a little, uh, sounds a little new age. I have a couple thoughts about this, this little voiceover segment. It's very quick, and I feel like I'm going to focus more on this in the, than the length of the actual s- sequence. But here we go. Uh, that's terror voiceover. She's telling Rick about the women with the guns, and then some zombies are walking down the beach, and then they show Rick paddling a boat, and you can tell they're going to the ladies. And then I was like, oh, no, they're going to fast-forward a montage here. They're going to do like a fast-forward montage with a bunch of scenes in a row so that they're, they're basically fast-forwarding the story instead of just pacing it out throughout the season correctly. That's what they're fucking doing. If you really slow down this and really think about what they're doing here, they're in fast-forward mode to get somewhere. Do you realize what I'm saying to you? I, I realize it just sounds like, yeah, they're, they're, they did a montage. What's the big deal? No, no. They did all this important shit, and you realize they were sitting around with two main char- two side characters for episodes. Tara was a whole fucking episode. Do you realize that? This, this entire thing of them going to get guns was done in part of an episode. Part of an episode. I'm going to get to that later, How the pacing and the, and the, the writing and stuff, but we're going to get there. But um, they Rick keeps telling Tara she doesn't have to feel bad about it if it goes bad. She's like, you don't have to feel bad if these bitches die in the woods. Nobody gives a shit about them. They're bitches in the woods. Who cares? And she doesn't really say it like that, but that's all I'm going to say because I, I don't give a shit. And... Uh, She's like, okay, well, you know, I'm gonna feel bad. Something goes bad. It goes bad. And then the, uh, you can see in the distance on the on the beach there, that the, when they found Tara, there's the same beach and there's a boat crash, and now the, the zombies that were walking toward the camera and earlier are like these weird water zombies, and they're all like fucked up. And I was like, does it, that the boat looks like it's been crashed for I don't know, decades. It's got like fucking rust all over it. Do do boats rust that quickly? And I don't see the point of having a metal boat at that point. I would just go with the old wooden shit. I don't know. I don't know boats. I don't know the ocean. I know it's salt and it's metal and therefore rust, but that quickly? I mean, really? Goddamn. 
Anyway, it looked like it was there for just fucking decades, and these zombies are coming out, and they all look fucked up. They look like they have a, uh, you know how you scrape like barnacles up the side of a boat? I know that much. They look like they have those on their face. On their face, I'm like maybe they were tied to the outside of the boat, and then <laughs> I have no fucking idea. Anyway, um, Aaron and Eric talk. They have a little conversation when they're walking through the woods. Um, yeah, there's like I'm glad I'm here with you, blah, 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 blah. and they didn't really have that much screen time. And I was like, I, I kept thinking about the um, Ross Marquand. Mar- Ross Marquand. I don't know how to say his name. He's got a weird Q name, a little Frenchy thing. I don't know how you say it. But I was like, he's the most talented person on the show, and he's barely fucking in it. He's barely in this show. But if there's a video going around, I've shared it on my Facebook page, and I want to. I kind of want to share it on the. On the our actual website, LAWstudios.com. But I'm not going to do that because I'm, I'm a little so uh, unsober. I'm going to start saying it like that from now on. I'm unso- I'm, I'm ill sober. And uh, oh, that was a weird Trump thing. I didn't mean to do that at all. Um, I'm ill sober. Uh, oh, no, lost it. Anyway, um, I, I, I want to share it, but it was just him doing different. He does a bunch of different impersonations. Um, I, I, I say impressions. I hate saying impersonations. I don't know why I said that. Does drunk me like saying the word impersonations? I always say impressions. I don't know why. I don't like the word impersonations. I think when you do an impersonation, you have to be dressed as the person because you're impersonating them. Person, person, visual person. When, when you're in an impression, it's your, I don't know. That should be just an audio thing. Like, like, like my, and he, what, that's a Morgan Freeman there. That's an impression of Morgan Freeman. If I did blackface and put some freckles on me and, and had the white hair, that would be an impersonation and very racist. But they, oh, where was I? He has a video where he does different in celebrities and he is just standing in front of a, I don't know, fucking white screen or something like that. And he just does different people in different movies. He does like famous lines from different movies starring this person. So it starts off with John C. Riley and, uh, Taxi driver, and he does a bunch of them, like 15 to 20 or something like that. I don't know, maybe way less, but in a row, just one after another. I don't know. If, I'm sure they cut, but it's like it's fascinating how many characters he can do. And my favorite one was Brad Pitt, which is odd enough because I just never seen someone do a Brad Pitt impression. He does a really good one too. I like it. I don't like the Christopher Walken impressions. I'm kind of done with it. I don't like seeing the ones that everyone fucking does. I like to see ones that nobody does. And he does Brad Pitt, and I've never fucking seen anybody do that. So it's kind of I don't know. I appreciate it. And uh, he's barely in the show. So you have that much talent in a guy, and you're like, let's put him in, like, I don't know, every ninth episode and barely mention him at all. And and, and I don't know, he's not that popular in the comic, but give him something. Give him something to do, you know? Maybe he can do an impression of uh, Rick or something. I don't know. He probably can do it. The dude's fucking talented as hell. <laughs> I'm not a big impression guy. Like, I can't do impressions. and I'm not that crazy interested in impressions, but I, I will watch a good impression. I will watch it, and I will go, that was solid. I will not watch a CGI deer run around while our main characters... I, I mean, I watched it, but I'm not going to fucking remember it. In As far as, like, I'm not going to share it on Facebook. I'm, like, I'm not going to share that video and be like, hey, everybody, look. No, I'm going to go, what the fuck was that? And move on. But this, I'm like, I'm really... I keep thinking about it. I keep thinking about it. It makes me laugh throughout the day. It's like, randomly, when I haven't watched it in, like, a week. I need to move. I need to move on, don't I? I I'm realizing that now. Um, oh, um, apparently Sasha was caught because because that's how her scene starts off. She was caught. She's sitting in a cell, and then a guy comes in. He tries to offer offer her some water, and then he's like, "You know, what you're gonna have to do for that water." <laughs> and he gets all close and shit. And then uh, Negan comes in. He's like, "What were you doing?" And the guy's like, "Um, I was uh uh." And Negan has a sweet line where he goes. 
Oh, come on, man. I Don't even try to. I, I can see that you were trying to rape this woman. And he starts talking. And he's just like, keeps, you know, like yeah, we don't do that here. We don't do that shit here. And you know what? Say what you want about Negan. But each, he's truly anti-rape in both the show and the comic. So he's got that going for him. And then he immediately stabs that guy in the neck and kills him. So don't rape. It's just a good policy to have, I think. I Personally, you know. That's just how I feel. And uh, Eugene shows up. He tells Sasha to accept the offer. And uh, basically he's like, hey, you should, be, you should be a tremendous pussy like me. Hank Hill of this show. I, you should be a tremendous pussy. You should... Oh, Negan. He's basically Negan's bitch. He's one of his wives, almost. He's so close. And then uh, Sasha... Negan left her a knife, and and she's like, he's like, you can, you know, know, one of three options or something like that. You can fucking kill yourself. You can uh, wait for the zombie to turn, kill it. Wait for the zombie to turn, let it kill you. Or just, you know, stab the zombie before it starts, before it turns. So I guess four options. And those are those are the fucking options. And I was like, okay. I realize I'm slurring on purpose right there because I didn't care. So that I'm not really that drunk. Um, but she lets him turn, I guess. That's kind of her plan. Uh, Gregory apologizes to Maggie for being a dick. And then uh, she's like planting something in the soil. And he's standing above her. And he's like, you should come by and talk about it later. We'll discuss what to do in the future. And she's like, yeah, cool, man. I appreciate you apologizing for being a total and complete piece of shit all the time. And I'm like, is she in control? I don't. I guess he's still technically in control here. They're 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 very, doing a very weird thing with this, where it feels like she should be like. I feel like they fast forwarded her taking over Hilltop. Spoiler in the comic, she does take over Hilltop, and he's just kind of lingering all the time now. And I don't know what the fuck he's doing. He's just like hanging out while she's like obviously taking over. And he's still, I mean, he's already getting jealous about it and kind of resenting her. And so much so that when he he goes, you should come by and talk about it. Well, let's have a conversation. (laughs) Tequila, you know, we can do that. And she's like, okay. And she looks down and he's just standing there with a knife ready to kill her. And then he's like, oh shit, there's some zombies. And then a zombie comes out and then he goes to stab it. And he's like, like, I can't protect, I have to be able to protect a pregnant woman. I'll go do it. And uh, this fucking zombie comes out. And another one comes out, and then he can't, he keeps a big pussy, so Maggie has to kill both of them. And long story short, he can't do anything. And I'm like, are they already pushing up? I was already like, in my head, I was like, is they already doing the uh, poisoning her thing? Like, already? Like, or are they just setting that up way ahead of time for some fucking reason? He's such a big pussy that I think they're just getting it out of the way now. Like, like just starting, starting to hint that, he, that he's a pussy, so he does a poison thing. I don't know. Um, they, Tara and Rick and all them are going to take the guns from the ladies. Basically, they just want their guns. And Tara pulls the gun on the you know leader lady, whatever the fuck her name is. And then outside, all these explosions and hostages are taken. And then basically, they're like, "We're gonna we're here to take your guns, but we're not gonna kill you. We don't want to kill you. Okay, oh, please don't make us kill you." And then the leader lady pulls a gun on Tara. There's some sort of fucking standoff. Tara puts a gun down. Um, outside, the water zombies show up finally, and they attack the village. And they all bend together and shoot all the zombies. And this is, it's magnificent. And it's it's interesting scene. And fast forward. And if this were two episodes before, it would have been the entire episode, this, this sequence. Do you remember those episodes where they were just corralling some zombies away from Alexandria and they made a fucking half season out of it? 
And then in this episode, so much shit happens that I feel like I can't keep up. And I feel like I'm every other sentence I'm talking about a different character and different thing. Um, anyway, um, Sasha killed Rapey Davy, and, and then when they come back to her, but it feels a little suspicious. I don't know what the fuck's going on there. It was very, very strange. I mean, obviously I do now, but when I was writing my notes, I didn't. This is how past tense works. Gregory, he pouts, and then he's like, mm, kill my pussy. And he pours some tequila, and he's like, hey, Cal, get ready. Get ready to drive me somewhere, bitch. I don't know who Cal is in this in this world. I know he is in the comic, but he's a guard. Isn't he a, a wall guard in the comic? And in this one, he's like Gregory's bitch. He's just this fucking tequila bitch. All he's done so far is get him drinks. Anyway... Um, Eugene talks to Sasha through the door. It's this cool little sequence. I like small stuff like this. That's well done. And she sounds, she's just like, I don't know if I can do this, you know? I just, I don't know if I can take it. I made the wrong decision. I should have killed myself. And she sounds exactly like Maggie. She sounds like the actress who plays Maggie. And it's very weird. I was like, did they just have not have her for the day, Sasha? And they just went, hey, actress Maggie, can you do these lines? And she's like, I can do that. I'm Forrest. I know I was doing Forrest Gump. She's like, yeah, I can do that. And then she just, it was weird. I don't, obviously they have similar voices because it, I was very confused. I mean, I knew who was in there. She was in there. I, I wasn't, I wasn't confused about that. I just mean like, I was like, what? She sounds awfully a lot like her. That's very strange. Um, she appears to be trying to guilt Eugene into helping her. And she he, she's like, can you like slip under some glass or you know a razor or a knife or some something sharp you know, so I can open up my veins and end this shit so I don't have to talk to your fucking mulleted ass through the door anymore. And I was like, he has a busy suicide request schedule here at the sanctuary. He's got two already. He's he's only been there a few days as far as I can tell. He has in, in let's just say he's there two weeks. I'll just give him that much. That means once a week so far, someone has come by and went, hey, Eugene, can you help me kill myself? Or can you help this person kill themselves? Two suicide requests is what I'm saying. He is the mulleted Jack Kevorkian of the sanctuary. He has a full fucking schedule of suicide requests. He doesn't, and you know how many people he's helped? How many people he has helped? Uh, zero. He doesn't actually help anybody kill themselves yet. So... Spoiler alert for this little sequence, I guess. And I was I was wondering why that show uh, why they didn't show the actress for so long for like this uh, this in- incredibly uh, emotional sequence where she's like, I just want to die, you know. She doesn't say it like that, but she's just saying those that those ideas. And I was like, why haven't they showed her? This is weird. This is like a big moment for an actress. You would want your actress to be on screen, and then they show her, and it was revealed that she wasn't showing any emotion at all, and she was kind of smiling. And I was like, oh, she's not gonna kill herself. She's gonna she's gonna kill Negan with that. Glass, where the fuck he gave her. Um, um, Tara says goodbye to the Are You Afraid of the Dark girl. I don't know her name. I don't give a shit. I never bother to write it down. I just call her that. If you listen to the show, you fucking know what I'm talking about. It's that girl from, it's that, I don't know. I don't know the fuck she is, what race she is. Black, I guess. I don't know. Um, she's a girl from that women camp, that women's camp. The, the, fe- the female camp with all the women in the woods. It's the, it's the next, uh, it's a combination of two. M. Night movies, The Lady in the Water, and then The Village. It's uh, That's what this is. Uh, she says goodbye to her, and then she walks away, and Rachel's like, you're not going to leave us any guns. And she's like, bye, Rachel. And she flips her off. It was pretty funny. Tara's got some yuck yucks, some, some great sense of humor. And at this point, I wrote, this episode is the perfect example of cross-editing and story writing. 
And this is what I was mentioning in the beginning also is, why can't they do this all the fucking time? I don't know why they have to do one episode on this shit character doing this shit project for this shit reason. This is how you have to do the whole season. I know you don't want to pay your fucking actors as much as you do. I don't get it. Just get re- redo their contracts where it's like, hey, you'll be in more episodes but less time. I don't know. Figure it out. Figure it the fuck out. If that's what you're doing this for, fuck you. This is how you do it. You go back and forth between... I've mentioned this before. I've mentioned this since the beginning of this fucking show. Go back and forth between your sequences. Your characters are in different sections of the fucking state or country, where the fuck they are. I don't know where they are in relation to each other. doesn't matter. Go back and forth between them. Do not focus on one for too long. When you focus on one for too long, I don't give a shit when we get back. I am I am, I am fucking outraged by this. And, and, and I really, I'm not... I'm not I don't want to knock this episode because this episode did it right. So let me say kudos to this episode. I want to, and I want to clarify the bad writing versus bad writing structure. This show does not have bad writing, and, and that is to say, obviously the comic is good. The comic is um, almost like has to read like uh, beat points instead of really getting into the characters. But that's fine. That's how comics work. That you can't really get into characters. Uh, that's why they do you know forty year series sometimes. But my point is, so they have this structure that they go off, and then the writing for the characters is fine, and then the writing for the, I want to say overall, for the seasons is fine. The problem is with the writing structure. Is The, st- the writing structure is the biggest problem of this fucking show. It's its downfall. It's why people are like fed up, because it doesn't know how to, A... I mentioned cross-editing, but that cross-editing only works if you're cross-writing. So I want editing basically boils down to writing. You can only edit what you have, and the writing is what, it, what, you, what you start with. So you have to go back and forth with the writing. And when you focus on one thing, and then the next episode's about this group of people, and the next one's about this, and the next one's about this, I like the idea, but it doesn't fucking work for this show. It isn't at all. You have to go back and forth. You have to. It is incredibly boring. And it disconnects everybody when you do not go back and forth. When you are setting up your show with main characters that you want to love and care about all the time. And I honestly forget about Rick sometimes. And, and Michonne, I, when Michonne showed up on screen, I was like, oh yeah. Michonne, she exists. Oh yeah. Daryl. That's a fucking character. That's not a good fucking sign. And I am so willing to give out compliments. Here is like, here I'm doing one right now with the editing and the, and the writing in this episode. This is a very good example of good writing and editing. Again, this, this episode should have happened episodes ago, seven episodes ago. But the point is, this is a good example. Do this. I realize you can't do it every single time, but when you do the strayway episodes, those fucking bottle episodes where nothing happens, just go back and forth. Focus expanding your stupid characters out 46 minutes, 42 minutes, whatever it is about commercials, is not interesting. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. It's just not. It really isn't. I know you think it is. It's really not. It'd be like if I did a a nine-hour episode of this podcast, and I was like, this is really good. And like nobody fucking likes it. Nobody once has listened to it. I'm wrong. So, So kudos in this episode. I guess I'll move on. Um, Eugene shows up and he's like, I, I, I decided to, to grant your request. Oh, ma'am. I don't know why I'm doing like a military sergeant from the 50s. Um, 
but that's what I'm doing. I'm doing the the military guy from Futurama episode where he goes back in time. Anyway, they that was a really really obscure reference. They Eugene, I don't know why I keep saying they. Eugene is like, here I'll give you this, and she thinks it's gonna be glass. She thinks it's gonna be a knife, but it's just a pill. And I was like, oh, that's what you get, bitch. She should have been like, I don't want to take pills. I want an, uh, this blood seems painless. I don't know. I think he doesn't want something to track back to him, I would assume is what's going on there because it's kind of unfair to him. He'll get fucked up after. Anyway, um, it's the same pill he made for Negan's wives. And I like this line that he says where he's like, you know, here's this. I don't want to, I, to clarify, I do not want you to leave, but it sounds like, sounds like to me you were already gone. I was like, that's a good fucking line, bro. That's a good line. That really means a lot. It means a lot for the heart. You know what I mean? Oh, God. Um, <clears throat> wow. I, I ruined my voice on that. Um, Rosita shows up. It's 2 in the morning right now. 2.15. Oh, God. What am I doing with my life? Rosita shows up at Alexandria. And she's like, there's someone here. Well, first of all, they gave one second from of Enid going, you all right? Where you been? What's going on? And she goes, she's like, where's Sasha? <laughs> and then uh, Rosita goes, there's someone here. And she walk, walks them away. I was like, oh, God, oh, there's another character. I don't want to meet another character. And it's Dwight. I'm like, oh, thank God. I don't want to introduce to another character. I cannot fucking handle another character an episode before the season ends. Oh, my God. There's only one episode left in this season, guys. Can you fucking believe that? Nothing has happened this season. Nothing. Nothing at all. It's... I, I, I'm honestly befuddled, and I don't use that word often. I don't know if I ever have, into a microphone at least. I'm befuddled by the fact that nothing has happened this entire fucking season. But let me finish this real quick. And then Rick shows up, and he's like, oh, yeah, that's, that's Dwight. You want to work for me? He's like, I want to help. He's like, you want to help? And he pulls a gun on him, and then he makes he makes him give him a force blowjob. That's how the season ends. That's how this episode ends. I forgot there's another episode. Let me just say this, and then I get the fuck out of here. Um, let me do my plugs first. Go to LAWstudios.com. Check out all the shows there. Subscribe to this thing. Go to YouTube.com slash Loitering in Wonderland. Loitering in Wonderland on YouTube. Please subscribe and like all the videos. Share them on Facebook and Twitter and shit with your friends. That's how we grow. I appreciate it. We're starting to pick up here, and I love you guys. And let me get back to this. Not the force blow job. <clears throat> Not that. There is one more episode in this season. And it's going to be them getting face-to-face with Negan, right? He's probably going to show up. This is probably when he throws the grenades over. And I think that's where it's going to end. He's going to show up after 40 minutes of conversation and back and forth with killing each other and shit like that. The men, the 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 fucking fucking peons and shit from the, each village, whatever whatever side you're talking about, whatever they're all gonna die. Who cares? Though these ancillary characters are gonna die, and then Negan's gonna show up at Alexandria and he's gonna chuck some grenades over. Okay, and then we're gonna be left until the season picks back up in fucking October, going who blew up, which characters died. Do I care? Do I give shits? How many shits? Are they liquid shit? I'm not going to describe the shits anymore. Point is, that's it. 
I'm going to give you a long pause there to, to really soak in how little has fucking happened. They have, I've mentioned it before. I'm, I'm not even going to go into detail here. He showed up, he showed up, he killed some people, some people who were, didn't give a shit about who were, one of them was fucking already plotting against Rick. So he kind of did him a favor. Olivia, no gives a shit about except Tara for some fucking reason. And then he, he killed uh, Glenn and, uh, yep, redhead guy. Can't think of his fucking name right now. I'm still stewing in my hatred right now. Um, yeah, killed them both. And then, yeah, that was it. And what is it? That's a fucking war. I don't, that's it. That's and then they're like, we got to go after him. Let's do a couple of video game levels first. Let's let's cross a fucking let's cross a moat on a boat. That's right. It's like Doctor Seuss shit with a whole, some holes in it and some moles in it too. And let's let's uh, cross this water and make it to an island where we find a, a an elusive treasure that is very strangely written. And I know I can't fucking follow it. I don't understand. And then let's have some fucking trash people show up. Let's do like a weird uh, gathering up the troops, beginning of an Ocean's Eleven movie thing, where we got to do a um, like a montage of collecting people. We got to get the crew back together, you know. And then that was that. That is the fucking season. And are you fucking shitting me? That's it. Here we are. They're about to go to fucking war over that. I understand the kingdom more than anyone right now. The, they focus on the kingdom and their fucking war against the saviors and none on Alexandria and none on Hilltop. Hilltop has almost a really good relationship with them. I mean, Simon shows up, he talks to Gregory, they have a drink, and then he's on his fucking merry way and everyone's fine and everyone's uh, more the merrier, you know? They're like, hey, more stuff here and you have more people. And, yeah, it's all great, it's all great. And then here we are with uh, fucking Alexandria, our main characters, and not got a goddamn thing except the fucking pool scene where he plays pool and Rosina almost shoots him. That's it. Fuck you. Fuck you, season. Fuck you. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. This episode is going to be such a goddamn letdown because we weren't sure at the beginning if when they started mentioning the war if this was going to lead to the war, and now we know it's not. Now we know it's going to be... It's going to walk right up to the footsteps of the war, and next season is going to be war. So have fun with your goddamn blue balls until October, until they turn orange again. When you start seeing uh, PSL, that's right, pumpkin spice latte everywhere, that's when you know I might get to see some Walking Dead war. Holy shit, Negan might get taken down. Wow. That was a long time ago. Holy shit, nothing's happened in so fucking long. This is going to keep going. Anyway, guys, I get the fuck out of here. It's at 31 minutes now. Goddamn. I'm losing my voice. Uh, it's 2.30 in the morning. Oh, my God. Anyway, guys, um, I love you guys. Check out LAWstudios.com, YouTube.com. I already did my plugs. I know. I'm not that fucked up. Anyway, guys, I keep saying that, but I'm not going to anymore. I love you guys. I love you. I love you so much. Go go all those places. Go go those places. And if you have any questions or comments on LAW or Walking Dead, Lonely Wonderland, Loitering in Wonderland at gmail.com. So, guys, until next time, and in the meantime, I'm Phoenix Blue Balls West. So long, citizens. <laughs>